Welcome to Pharmacy View, technology and pharmacy business podcast series, where we provide regular interviews with pharmacists and key industry people within the Australian pharmacy and associated industry. In each podcast, we look to discuss aspects of pharmacy operation and how technology is improving or interacting with each guest's current role or pharmacy-related business. I'm your host, Scott Carpenter, and today's guest is sponsored by Shopfront Solutions, leading the way in digital marketing and communications providing a cloud-based platform for pharmacies to manage all of their digital messaging and print-based collateral. For more information on the Shopfront Solutions digital platform, simply go to the website at shopfrontsolutions.com.au. I'm talking today with Bruce Manton and Clarence Ho from Mediumcast. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, Scott. Morning, Scott. Great to have you here this morning. Um, now, I've had the recent pleasure to be introduced to the two of you and your digital technology platform that effectively, for any bricks and mortar or potentially online business, helps, um, I guess, proprietors or business owners engage their audience. And I guess that was one of the reasons that I wanted to talk to you today is that you know what's happening in bricks and mortar and, and particularly online and, and within the social media arenas these days, communication and digital communication is pretty important. So uh, talk to me about Mediumcast. You know, how did you guys start it? Uh, where does it come from? And then a little bit later on, we'll move into what applications it could be used for. Yeah, so look, it, it sounds like a cliche, but Clarence and I were actually playing with IoT devices in my garage or his garage. We can never be quite sure. But um, so we... We sort of gave ourselves the use case of communicating um, with an audience um, in one or many places. And so it was actually an application to a campus that we were working with. And so then the term medium cast came along. So it's in between uh, narrow cast and broadcast. Okay. So broadcast is like a television or a radio. Yep. Scott. And narrow cast is more. A good, a good example is, you know, you're sitting in Qantas when we used to sit in Qantas and uh, you're looking at your own playlist, effectively. Yep. So it's just for you. So, and then then in between there, um, like, I remember with broadcast, you could share a story, you could talk about it. So you're sitting down with your dad when I did when I was younger and you're watching Doctor Who and you talk about Doctor Who together. So with, with a shared story, that's really powerful. So we started to apply that concept with the technology. And so we can publish playlists to thousands of locations, you know, just with a button and uh, communicate with those audiences. And retail has another, a number of great applications um, because you want to communicate what you do in store, you can influence purchases. And then the full circle of understanding your audience is, is audience analytics. So we have some pretty great um, AI technology that we use. Okay. So we can see who's in the store, when they came in, and the kind of demographics. Um, I need to point out on that that we never capture the identity, which is audience recognition. We just do audience detection. So, so just to clarify that then, so if effectively someone was to walk into a pharmacy, the um, analytics program would capture that movement or that person's movement through the pharmacy? Yeah, so we, we uh, would have detection devices throughout the location and we would we would do things like demographic, of course, time of day, yep. how long they spent in the store, and all, all those kind of things, which is really interesting for a busy 
retailer um, because they're, they're helping those customers, but they, they probably don't have the analytics to step back and work out who's actually come through and when and, when and what they did, really. Yeah, well, again, if I, if I use the pharmacy example, I mean, there, there'd be two main types of customers. There'd be your, your regular repeat customer comes in every month to get their monthly scripts, um, and then there'd be your ad hoc customer, um, hay fever or cold season, although cold season apparently doesn't exist anymore, um, but uh, you know, effectively someone that might come in ad hoc. Um, so, so potentially there'd be the recognition of a, of a person coming into the pharmacy, goes straight to the strip, uh, script counter, hands their script over or orders their script to be dispensed and then sits in the chair and waits or might wander around the pharmacy. That, this is the kind of uh, technology that you're talking about, isn't it? Yeah, so the, you're talking about dwell time, you know, so dwell time in certain parts of the store. And that, and that certainly helps the full loop of what you would want to communicate and display to those people. And we can get smarter as that as we go along. As we go along. So would that then, um, if, I, if I take a, probably an operations or even a marketing approach to that, um, this would capture the most trafficked areas of a pharmacy or a retail store? Absolutely. Um, I mean, I know there's been a lot of um, science in, in retail previously as to where, where to locate certain things. And, and again, you know, you guarantee that uh, in any mainstream supermarket these days, the, the milk is in the, the, the back corner, uh, the furthest away from the door, because uh, it's the, one of the most per, you know, purchased items after bananas. And, uh, and they want you to walk past everything else to get the milk and to get out with the milk, effectively. And that's what we're talking about here, is that that same principle can apply within a smaller retail footprint. Um, and your technology, apart from communicating to the customers on their journey, would potentially also capture their traffication through, through a, a bricks and mortar location. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the, that's the full loop that we kind of want on that interaction. Okay. Um, so I've understood that you know, the medium car sits between the narrow and the broad. So then um, communication to customer, what, were you, what was your thinking in terms of the development of the platform? Um, how's, how does yours work from that perspective? Well... What we, our platform provides, I guess, uh, a login online anywhere. So you can just hit a web URL and go in there and, you know, grab the content that you already have, yep. whether that be on social media, whether that be from your designer, um, whether that be from, you know, a supplier providing you um, a product promotion or something like that. And then um, scheduling that in a playlist. So uh, an array of different content items. It could be a video, it could be an image. Um, and then displaying that at a certain point of time, a time and day. Um, yep. And I think the beauty of having digital signage is that um, the chemist doesn't need to think about that after that stage. They can just yep. um, press play and it's scheduled and it's automated. And to add on to what Bruce was talking about with data and analytics and our AI solutions is that uh, once we get more advanced and we have more data coming into the, the platform, yes. um, we can sort of programmatically say, uh, at this time of day, this is the best product to show um, based on your past um, foot traffic and type of purchases and that sort of thing in store. Um, and yeah, so that's that's really what the content, um, sorry, the platform does. It allows them to schedule and and um, set playlists uh, which are automated, uh, and that that can be deployed to one or many screens, many um, multiple screens. Store. Yeah, and and I think that's what the thing was intriguing me there was that again, if we go back to the customer trafficking into a a location, you know, walk in the front door, and this would apply to, to the three of us as well. You know, walk into the front door, head left or head right or head straight ahead. But you're saying that um, in terms of the messaging, 
each screen and there could be one or uh, you know, extreme case there could be a hundred different screens from a from a large window screen down to a, um, a small iPad in, on a particular gondola side that could be playing a, a specific message based on a playlist and and each screen would have a could have a different playlist I mean it's almost like you know how long is a piece of string for the pharmacist or the retail manager here and also then by time frame so if we know that you know first thing in the morning that you've got the, the the mad rush of people just give me my scripts give me my medication I'm out of here um, I've got to go off and do other things or you've got the more leisurely um, you know shoppers from about 10 o'clock onwards then there could be different messages playing at those different times is what we're saying oh, absolutely that's the beauty of digital signage versus I guess print and I guess segueing into sort of trends and applications in retail. Um, if you if you did have sort of print advertising like catalogs or, or paper-based posters and flyers, like it would be really hard to change that messaging um, on the fly during a day because you'd have to go out and you know you'd have to change the flyers and the posters and all that sort of stuff. Whereas yeah. with digital signage, it can be done instantly and it can be deployed, as you said, to different screens, different messaging. So you're probably going to have you know a common. Um, trend we're seeing in, in retail is that they'll have an indoor screen that's facing outdoors. Um, yeah. But obviously the content on that screen is going to be very different to the content you're going to show at checkout um, with the screen, you know, at checkout, because you're definitely going to be promoting probably different things there. Maybe some of your ad hoc services like in pharmacy, perhaps that could be nursing services or, you know, vaccines or something like that. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the the technology on this is all cloud-based, I would, t would imagine, as well? Yeah, it's, um, we certainly take advantage as a, as, a, as a young technology company. We certainly, we write the software, Scott, yep. as is, we can take advantage of those cloud-native technologies, make it very efficient, we don't use much energy, um, and we can certainly publish from from one to a thousand screens for a large franchise. Okay. Um, it's a it's a it's a good it's a good way to use the tech. Okay. So so from a if we're looking at a, a group a pharmacy group or a, a retail group perspective, um, different screens in different locations, even from a time zone perspective, uh, playlists would be scheduled based on the geographic location and the time location of the particular outlet. Yeah, look, that's right. And, and, and to, to Clarence's point about being data-driven, as, as the system matures in, on, on site, we can start to get smarter on which playlists to play. Um, a certain time of day may you know, engender a playlist with certain products. And if we match that to the, um, some of the retail figures, we can certainly get smarter at what we, what we show to customers. Okay, so is there um, retail applications that you guys are, are working with at the moment that you can share with us? Without breaching confidentiality? Yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, certainly, certainly. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So we're, we're in a number of pilot stages here in, in Australia. Um, I would point towards the, uh, some really great stories coming out of the UK yep. in, um, in digital signage with pharmacies. This pharmacy, I think, um, Nico Miri, he's got a 10 store branch. He said yep. that, um, he said like the screens, uh, that he had a waiting area for prescriptions. Yes. Um, so they opted for a silent screen that showcases, I think he said, um, pharmacy services on a 20 minute loop. Yep. Um, so he said it was a good way of engaging customers. And he also said that it helps manage the cost of having to print lots of like different posters all the time and that sort of thing. Okay. Um, 
Um, he also said that it did make a real difference to the actual income of the pharmacy. Um, I quote that he says, 15 months after 15 months of installing the service, um, sales of retail products have increased by 400%. So that's quite a lot, I think. Yeah. And he said the income from private services. So I think he offers a whole bunch of private services. Maybe that's um, you know allied health services or nursing or something like that. Yeah. And that's gone from nothing to six figures. So I think it coincided with about the same time as, as him launching some of these um, add-on services in store. Um, so. Yeah, so he, he he's um, one sort of example of taking a leap, I suppose, because with, with, you know, going to this solution, there is a bit of an upfront cost that pharmacies have to sort of invest in, uh, yes. because you're, you're, if, if, you, if you don't already have screens, then you're going to have to invest in some, some hardware and equipment to, to, to get this up and running. Yeah. Um, and our, obviously, our, our platform um, integrates directly into that. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely worthwhile. I think you raised a couple of really good points there in terms of um, you've you've got if I go back to those two mainstream customers, the the regular visitor versus the ad hoc one. The ad hoc one you know, could potentially just be in a hurry. I, I need I need a cold and flu or I need a hay fever um, medication. Uh, get me in and get me out because I've got other things to do. Whereas your regular um, shopper, not that they're more leisurely, but they're they're in a pattern or they're in a routine. So again, the idea of the digital communication, uh, if we if we take it from a static paper based to a, an action motion activity, I, I'm sitting in the waiting area and I'm seeing. Um, communication in front of me from a digital perspective on things that the pharmacy does that I may not be aware of. Um, and it's your platform that's actually presenting that message. At the end of the day, the message has got to be what the pharmacy or the retailer decides, but it's the, the um, complexity is not the quite right word, but it's, um, it's the way, I guess, that that information is taken from a database and then displayed on multiple computers throughout, uh, multiple screens throughout a, a pharmacy as such. Yeah, and actually interesting on that, Scott, um, through our research, I'm going to throw out some numbers again, just yeah. just to make this yeah. more uh, analytics based. Um, sure. We've actually found that about 45% of consumers in retail state they would actually like digital signage would influence yeah. them to buy the advertised product instead yeah. of the product that they're going in to buy. Yes. So if you've got the ad hoc customer coming in, and and if you think about it psychologically, you do that all the time when you go shopping. To the yes. Like oh, you know, I forgot I need to buy this item, but if you see it promoted to you, then you're like, oh, I'll pick it up or an alternative. So I guess, um, you know, if, if the consumer is prompted in their mind that they need this product and they see an alternative, um, it's likely that they're going to grab it or, or try it. And, and I do that all the time. Even if I go into the chemist with, with vitamins, sometimes I'm like, oh, I probably need yeah. some of these vitamin D tablets or something like that. And, but I just haven't ordered them online or haven't bothered. But if I see that promoted to me in store, I'll just grab, you know, you know, a tub of them. So on Clarence's anecdote, I had to get a present for my wife <laughs> and I had the family with me um, and we're at a shopping centre and the, the digital signage actually saved the day because okay. it gave me a great uh, re recommendation and um, I purchased it actually within the next 15 minutes. So yeah. From there. And uh, I think that, that well, it ties nicely into where I guess I was going to head with a bit of a statement but also a question for you guys is that um, I'm obviously a little bit yeah. old school, so uh, I'm still conditioned that if I walk into a retailer, um, I look for the uh, the flags that something's on special or something's being reduced to clear or something's on clearance or something's, you know, Coles either 10, 15, 20, 40 or 40% off or, or 50, you know, half price and such. And so those things, I guess, from my training and my background, you know, still kind of pique my interest and I'll have a look. Now, 
I then probably sit in between between the, the, the baby boomers and all of the Jenners, so I've got the benefit of, of both sides yeah. of things. <clears throat> and um, ultimately, um, and I think I described this to you guys the other day, was that <clears throat> I, I can see at some stage into the future, uh, not necessarily today, but you know, it, it could be a year away, it could be five years away, that um, um, when I walk into a pharmacy, it identifies me as a customer. The, the, the technology identifies me as the customer, and then it knows to a point my traffication, it knows my, uh, my purchase history. And, and so in my journey from the front door to the vitamins area, Clarence, um, it's potentially popping up messages on screens during my journey that are you know, telling me, hey, there's this new product out, or, or based on who you are, we know you probably could be interested in this. And, and you're getting these, whether it's, whether it's subliminal or not, <laughs> um, probably quite overt, there, there'd be messaging, different messaging going on. Now, now that's, to, I think, to the extreme. We're not there yet. But again, effectively, your platform is heading in that direction, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's what the technology enables. Yeah, so it's certainly possible, and and I think the only the only you know difficulties would be you know around um, whether or not the public would you know allow such such a personalised service in a public area, I suppose. But yeah, um, certainly it's possible with the technology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, look, this. Um, and but think about it. Think about it online, right? So they. Uh, so Facebook and Google certainly do that to you today. So it's an interesting, an interesting to see where that will, will go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, look, there's a there's a in, incredible series on Netflix. I'm sure you guys have watched it called Black Mirror, um, that uh, outlines the uh, what the future of technology looks like. And the reality is that a lot of it's here today. You know, you you might not want facial yeah. recognition in your um, shopping centre or, or your pharmacy today. But the reality is that the, the cameras are all through major metro areas anyway and, yeah. and could potentially recognise you if you yeah. wanted to. Or uh, as was the case um, here in Melbourne recently with the, uh, a few of the protests was that uh, they were using social media uh, video imaging to actually uh, go out through social media and, and say, do you recognise this person? So it's, so it's, yeah. it's mm. you know, I, I think in the last 18 months, a lot of um, privacy things have, have warped a little bit. Mm. You know, they, I think to a point they were very black and white. And, you know, even if I go back um, uh, a year or two ago where with loyalty programs or platforms, for example, you know, you, you actually had to fill out a, a paper-based form and sign it that, that, you know, what you were prepared to share in terms of your information. Um, these days we, we go online, we go to an app, and, it, and it's basically taking our information um, anyway. So, so I think there's a, a quite a few blurred lines from that perspective as to what the future would look like. But, but as I said, right here today... Um, if there was someone listening to us today that was interested either from a pharmacy perspective, a retail perspective, or a, a group perspective, um, your platform, is, is, as you said right from the word go, you know, sits between the broadcast and the narrowcast and allows a business owner with, with one site or multiple sites to control digital messaging in their business is what this is about, isn't it? For the reciprocal side of that is that obviously, um, you know, the screen, what's displayed on the screen is the end result. Um, uh, the, the data, that how is that managed? So how, how would a person actually create the playlist in your platform? Scott, at, at its heart, we, um, and we've heard actually your feedback from Shopfront, uh, which has been great on this. At the heart, our, our identity model, our security model, our authorization model, it means that we can have roles within an organisation. And we can also grant roles to external parties, okay. which could be suppliers. Yep. So it means that 
for the shop owner or the particular owner at the local level, they can publish. Yep. It also means suppliers can publish if they want them to. Yeah. And it also means for us, because we're really looking to provide a full service, we provide hardware. We also have a design as a service concept. Yep. And it means that we can engage with you know, tried and tested uh, graphic designers yep. who can work on templates and create those playlists for busy, busy shop owners. Yeah, and and again, we've we've had this discussion before. Yeah, you know, there's there's certainly two types of pharmacy owners that I work with, and um, we've got a, uh, yeah. a pharmacy here in Melbourne um, where the owner um, has actually got a bit of a marketing bent and uh, and happily creates their own content, their own playlists, um, very much personalises it to their pharmacy, their messaging, and their customers. On the reciprocal side of things, that you've got pharmacists or, or retail managers that potentially don't know this arena and would need help to actually um, create the graphics, create the templates, um, create the playlist. Now, having said that, and, and I may be kind of simplifying this a little bit too much, if a pharmacy currently runs social media platforms, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc., they're already creating some kind of a messaging template for that anyway. So this is just a, an enhancement of that, isn't it? So, so if, you're, if you're running social media, you could effectively run playlists in your pharmacy on digital screens, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and, w and we would recommend that. We would recommend that because it, it means that you're getting a continuity between your marketing platforms and it gives you the local flavour. People like to know about their local um, pharmacist and what they're doing. So, yeah, we can certainly integrate with those social platforms. As well. No problems. Um, gentlemen, we're coming to the end of our time, but before we kind of wrap up, was there any other points um, on your list about MediumCast that we haven't covered at this point in time that you wanted to talk about? Um, one thing I just wanted to just jump in quickly just to point out, Scott, just on the, you know, the audience detection. Yes. So it's a, I just want to point out to the audience, it's a very different thing to, to recognise a face and then change a playlist as opposed to recognising a face and storing their identity, okay. their name. That's a very different thing. So to your point around the security cameras in the store, yep. they do that now. Yep. But the, what they don't do is store private information about that face. Yep. So I just need to, yeah, yep. just to be clear what it is and what it isn't. Yes. Um, I thought that was worth to add. Yeah, yeah no, that's fine. That's cool. And Clarence, anything else from your perspective? Um, no, I think we've, we've covered off quite substantially there. Uh, I would just say that, um, you know, if, if you're looking at doing a best-in-class, like, advertising sort of communications solution, then, um, you know, digital signage is, is definitely an important investment um, for retail right now. Yes. Uh, so that's just my point, um, based on what we see out there and, and our product. Yeah, yeah and, and I think that's what, just clarify that at the end, you know, how, how did... Um, the, how did MediumCast and Shopfront Solutions come together is that, um, and people have probably heard me say this before, Shopfront Solutions is a really good platform in terms of static paper-based ticketing, but we all know that the, the day of, of printing you know, ink on paper um, in a retail sense is actually going to diminish fairly rapidly. So uh, so Shopfront Solutions team were looking for a partner that could actually help us then take our messaging through to a digital sense, and uh, we've been kind of very happy to have chatted with you guys at this point in time. Now, I'll include in the show notes um, attached to this your contact details. So um, there'll be the website, which is mediumcast.com. That's correct, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's correct. Um, yeah. And uh, and Clarence uh, and Bruce, I'll, I'll include your details through LinkedIn, and, and that's potentially the best way to contact you. And, and I'm sure if there was anyone interested today that wanted to chat with you a little bit further, they could either come um, back through myself through Shopfront Solutions or direct with you guys as as uh, a point of contact. Fantastic. Nice. Gents, thanks very much that for your time be today. It's uh, been great to chat and uh, we'll stay in touch from this perspective and, and thanks for presenting your information. Much appreciated, Scott. Thanks, Scott. Legend. Thank you for listening today. Pharmacy View is a technology-focused podcast provided by Melbourne-based business Arian Technologies and Shopfront Solutions. Over the podcast series, our guests include pharmacists, retail managers, wholesalers, suppliers and industry technology partners. If you would like further information on our podcast series or to participate in one of our episodes, feel free to send me a message or touch base through the Pharmacy View website, pharmacyview.com.au.